My bad.
Hey!
on that uh, digital connect card, there's a way that you can give digitally online, all right? But if you're one of those people, you still carry cash, no problem. At the end of service, there will be somebody in the back. Mitchell, go ahead and wave your hand. He's going to be back there. He's going to help collect our offering. So if you have something physical that you want to give, see him at the end of service, and he'll uh, present the opportunity for you to do that, all right? Last one, um, my wife graciously took the time. She's really concerned to make sure that not only the adults have something to do on worship, but for those of you all that have kids, all right, we have some crayons and different things like that, some coloring things for them to take part in so that they also get to learn a little bit something as well. So if you have a young school-aged child and you want them to participate in service, there's some clipboards in the back with some crayons that they can uh, color in. If there's keywords that the chaplain state comes up here and preaches our socks off, that they circle those keywords. If they turn that paper in at the end of service, we'll have a stack for them at the end of service. Just our way of saying thank you of making sure that they're also participating in worship because we want to raise up our current generation as well. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. All right. Last thing, and then I'm going to get out of your way. Uh, for those we, in order to do children's ministry, we have to have people that have approved background checks. We don't want just anybody. I don't want anybody just being with my children. Somebody say amen. Amen. So if you're interested in volunteering and working with our kids, uh, Chris, could you wave your hand in the back? Chris and Larry, they're in the back. Our unplugged volunteers, they have background applications. You can either stop by real quick and grab one or grab one on the way out of service. If you fill that out and bring it back to us, we'll turn it in and give you further directions there so that we can get you approved to watch after our children and make sure that they have a good ministry as well. All right, so that's all I have, family. Thank you all so much for participating in worship. Thank you for being here. At this time, Chaplain Newton is going to come, and he's going to give us our pastoral prayer. Would y'all make him feel welcome as he comes on up? Thank you. 
and acknowledge that it was you who brought us a mighty long way. And for this, we want to say thank you. Lord, as we stand before you, we ask that you take an excursion through the secret corridors of our hearts. If there's anything that would impede our worship this morning, if there's anything that would hinder our praise, if there's anything that would restrict us giving you the glory this morning, we ask that you extract it from our beings right now.
Verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to fail and not, give, not to harm you and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day this time that we're going to spend with you. We ask you to bless the word, bless it as we take this word out in our lives and use it in our everyday. Lord, we give your name the glory and honor. Your name we pray. Amen. While you take your seat, say it one more time. God is good. So last time, last week, our chapter met preached on God is love. And today I am preaching on God is good. Can you say it for me? God is Come on, say it again. God is good. God is good. good. It's a famous saying that we say a lot in church. You know the saying, God is good. And all the time. We say it all the time. All that stuff, God is good. I know there's some areas in my life where God has been good. There was one time where I was driving, and I was driving on the road, and this other car swerved over, and I swerved over, and I saw a pole, and I swerved back, and that car has gone, and I'm back, and I'm safe. I said, God is good. God is good, because he kept me. There were some times where I ate some food, and the food was so good. There are tears in food. There's a tear. That's the first tear where you say, that was good. That's the first tear. If somebody said, your food is good, it's okay. If somebody says the next day, like, mm, that food was good, you, you, you're doing something. You, you are all right. Whenever they say, that food's so good, I'm going to slap your mama. That's, that, your food's the bomb. Your food is the bomb. But whenever someone says, mm, that food is good, God put his hand in it, God is you know that food is good. There was one time where I was sitting and watching TV, and my walk, my wife walked past me, and I said, "God is good." <laughs> Some of y'all ain't gonna get that too late, but <laughs> God is good. But we say this all the time. We say it for all kinds of stuff that God is good. But when we quote that, we typically say God is good based off the stuff that He does. But that's not what the writer is saying. That's not what the Bible is talking about. God is not good because of the stuff that he does. God is just good. There's no definition behind it. God is good. Meaning in every single thing that we do, God is good. In every problem, every scenario, when people are dying, God is still When you get fired from your job, God is still No money in your bank account, God is still There's no limit on how good God is. God is just good. It's amazing we'll celebrate food, and I'll celebrate my wife, but when I'm struggling, I, I don't say God is when I'm having a bad day, when the boss gets on my nerve and I want to punch him in the face, I can't punch people in the face, but I really want to sometimes, I still, I don't say it. I want to punch him in the face. I need to say that God is, God is good. Let's look at this, why God is good. In Jeremiah chapter 29, uh, Israel, the people, they have come to a place where they have been exiled from their homeland. They've been exiled, they've been pushed out, they've been cast to the side, and they have these captors who are over them, the Babylonians, and they're over them, and they're ruling over them, and, 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 and God says, I'm going to leave y'all in exile. Wait a minute, what? 
70 years they're in exile trying to understand why God is good. <coughs> 70 years in exile. 70 years um, following up other, other people. And the reason why they were there was because they were doing some wicked stuff. They were messing up. They were doing some stuff they shouldn't have been doing. They were hanging out some people they shouldn't have been hanging out with. They were doing all this stuff in exile for 70 years knowing that God is still good. Chapter 7, what are you saying? I'm saying no matter what you are going through, no matter the situation, be it good, be it bad, be it a rough season, be it a blessed season, God is still he is still good. Let me give you a few things about God being good. Number one, don't confuse God's goodness with our mistakes. We should not confuse God's goodness with our mistakes. Uh, the people, they were wicked. They were doing the wrong stuff. They were worshiping the wrong gods. They were doing all this stuff that they shouldn't have been doing and now they're in exile. It's almost like you ever, did, you ever saw somebody and they did something bad and then they try to act like they ain't do it? Like, uh, what's going on? I ain't do this. Yeah, it was you. You, you did it. I, I've done some stuff. I've done some stuff in my life that I'm not proud of. I've done some stuff recently that I'm not proud of. And, and then when stuff, when troubles comes or problems come, it, it, it's not God who did it. It was me. We live in a generation where we don't like correction. Can, can I be real? I don't like when people correct me. I, I don't like it. I, I don't like it. It's the tone of your voice. You need to say it nicely. You need to say something like, hey, Abram, you're amazing. Could you work on this? That's what you need to say. But they don't say that. They say, hey, you're wrong. I don't like it. I don't like it when people correct me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't think God is being good when I'm being corrected. But it's the exact opposite. Even in correction, God is good. God is good. Number one, don't confuse God's goodness with our mistakes. Number two, even when it doesn't feel good, do good. Even when it doesn't feel good, do good. And if you look at Jeremiah 29, 4 through 7, excuse me, the people were in exile. And God says, I want you to prosper where you are. Matter of fact, I don't want you to just prosper where you are, but I want you to make sure that the people that's over you, that they prosper. I don't even want you to make sure that they prosper. I want you to marry your sons and, and marry your daughters and fruitful and multiply. I want you to make sure you pray for your enemies. I want you to be blessed where you are. I want you to do good where you are. What are you saying, chapter say? Sometimes we get some people in our lives that we can't stand. We in some situations or some seasons that we don't want to be in. I had a boss one time. I promise you, in my head, I punched him 15 times. I did. In my head. Only in my head. I punched him like 15 times because I couldn't stand what they were doing. But that's not what God is telling me to do. He's telling me to be good even when I don't feel like it. To prosper where you are. There's some of us, you have leaders that are over you. You just got to be good. You got to follow what they're following. You might not agree with what they're doing. You might not like where you are. But you have to be good even when you don't feel it. God is good. God is good. And he said, after these 70 years, I will bless you. 
I will come back and get you. Then you'll pray to me and I'll hear you. You'll seek me and I'll be there. But you got to go through some stuff. You might, everything might not be great. God is still good. Number one, don't confuse God's goodness with our mistakes. Number two, even when it doesn't feel good, do good. Number three, even when we don't understand, God is good. Even when we don't understand, God is good. If you go back and look a chapter back, uh, uh, this, another prophet came to them and said, you're only going to be in exile for two years. God's going to come and get you. He's going to break this show, and you're going to be great after two years. And another prophet said, nah, bro, you lying. That's not what God says. God says it's going to be 70 years. Can you imagine being in timeout for 70 years? My little girl can't handle timeout for one minute. Imagine her being in timeout for 70 years. 70 years being in exile. They were confused. Wait a minute, guys. In two years, it's 70 years. And can you imagine the people that were over 70, what they were thinking? Wait a minute. Hello, God. Time out. Pause. Pause on what? You mean to tell me I gotta wait 70 years before I can go back? Am I gonna live that long to be 70? I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna make it that long. 140 sounds a long time to be here. What's going on with you, Jesus? Tell me. Can you imagine that? And even if you don't understand it, God is still good. What are you saying? There'd be some times in my life where I didn't understand what God was doing. But yet he was good. I got a divorce and it hurt me. It broke me. And I was like, God, do you not still love me? What is going on? And even in the midst of that, God is still, still good. Even when you don't understand, well, God, why did I have to lose this loved one? Why did this person leave me? Why is this happening? This person said they loved me and, and they left me. God, you said you was going to bless me with some money and I'm broke. I don't Get it? When you don't understand, God is still, because the scripture says, I know the plans I have for you. Even with God's goodness, it might not be for you. Think about it. The people who had to wait 70 years, that goodness didn't transfer just to them. It transferred to their generation. It transferred to their to the kids and their children's children and their children's children because they have to wait and be do good even when they didn't feel good. Even though they didn't understand it. You might not understand what God is putting you through, but leave here today knowing that God is I'm going to keep saying it until you get it. Number one, don't confuse God's goodness with our mistakes. Number two, even when it doesn't feel good, do you got it. Even when we don't understand, God is. And number four, always wait for the good stuff. Always wait for the good stuff. Can you go put that scripture up again? 29 and 10. Should be up. Right there. It's going to happen. That's not the scripture. Keep going. Up, up, up. Almost, you almost had it. You almost, come on, boom, come on. Even, even when technical difficulties, God is good. That, that, that's, that's, that's not the scripture. Don't worry about it. All right, here we go. <laughs> even when I don't understand, I was almost 